Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. I am Patrick, son of Joseph of Helena. <laughs> and this is Pat Gray Unleashed, sponsored by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. It's your business. Don't, don't let it be other people's. Protect it at expressvpn.com slash unleashed. Uh, welcome. Halfway through the week already, uh, Jeffy will be joining us, I assume, in 30 minutes or so. Look that way. Chewing the fat. Uh, and, of course, we've got so much great stuff for you today that we won't, won't be able to. We have piles, stacks, and stacks of leftovers every single day. Yeah, in fact, you can't see it on camera, but we keep uh, half the show prep in the back. In like um, a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to ask for that show prep. Uh, by name, and then we go and we fetch it. Mm-hmm. But we can't. We there's just not enough room on the shelves to keep it all out here. So how's your sheltering in place, quarantine situation going so far? Any anybody else ready for this to stop? Mm-hmm. Get back to business as usual. Uh, taking the time out though to watch uh, some old football games just to kind of fill the void. You been doing any of that? Uh, I'm trying. Um, the funny thing is, I've mostly been recording it to get to it when I have time. Don't judge me. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, you know what? And, and actually, I want to thank, uh, there's a pathead yesterday. You didn't like my suggestion. MLB TV was playing old Greg Maddox classics, and you, you didn't seem interested at all. And I thought it was a great point by uh, Matthew Blackburn, who listens to the program, who says, maybe I should suggest to you we watch a Dale Murphy marathon would you be interested mm, in that maybe yeah, the yeah greatest atlanta brave of all time right no i've got a lot of stuff just recorded i don't know when i'm going to get to it if i'm not going to get to it now but uh mm-hmm. what, what game did you watch yesterday i watched uh the holy war byu <laughs> utah the godless animals uh the game in 1989 when it was uh 49 to nothing at the half in favor of the cougars of course 49 nothing at the half and then they put on all their scrubs in the second half and uh, wound up winning 70 to 31. Just a lot of fun. And <laughs> and it featured uh, somebody whose name you might recognize, and he's on Fox News right now, uh, Jason Chaffetz, BYU kicker at the time. Was he Jason really? Jason Chaffetz, yeah. I had yeah. no idea. He set all kinds of records for uh, <laughs> extra points in a row made and, and all, uh, extra points made in a season, all that kind of stuff. Would he never go to the NFL? No. Why not? Uh, not that I, not that I'm aware of. I, wow, that's so, a fun fact right there. Yeah, yeah. I had forgotten that Chaffetz played for for the Cougars, but he was he was a pretty good kicker. Let's see. Yeah, did he do any? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna make sure he didn't yeah. try out for a team or play in Canada for a year or something. I, I don't think he did. Huh. But okay. yeah, that's uh, cool. All right. Uh, here's a, an amazing announcement from uh, Barack Obama yesterday. <laughs> this is this is gonna stun you. And probably send tingles all the way through your body. Uh, he's endorsing somebody for president now. No. Yeah. Yeah, look. The kind of leadership that's guided by knowledge and experience, honesty and humility, empathy and grace. Great. That kind of leadership doesn't just belong in our state capitals and mayor's offices. Sofa. It belongs in the White House. White House. And that's why I'm so proud. Here we go. To endorse Joe Biden. Ha! The president of the United States. Choosing Joe to be my vice president was one of the oh, best decisions oh, okay. I ever made. Right. And he became a close friend. And I oh, believe Joe has all the qualities we need in a president right now. Okay, that's enough. I, I think he's we get the who, idea. I can't, I can't even stand oh, you don't, to Oh, you don't voice. want any more, huh? Where he talks yeah. about how he's Well, we'll like, get oh. to that in a second. Yeah, okay. but uh, how pissed must Joe Biden be? 
he must be so pissed. He specifically asked him not to endorse. Right? He specifically yeah. asked him. And Barack didn't didn't listen. Doesn't care. He's like, no, I'm doing it. I'm going to get out in front of everybody else with my endorsement for you, Joe. I mean, did he forget this? Why didn't President Obama endorse I asked President Obama not to endorse. Okay, so there you go. He asked him not to, and he specifically went against his wishes. You know what I bet that was? <laughs> I, I bet that was a phone call where Joe called him up, and finally, after trying for weeks, going through secretaries and leaving messages, he finally mm-hmm. gets Barack on the phone, and they have this conversation, and, and Barack probably said, you know, look, Joe, I just, I'm not going to get involved at this point. And I bet Joe hung up the phone and said, fine, I don't want your endorsement anyway, mm-hmm. and hung up the phone. And that's probably him telling him, I don't want it. <laughs> God, that's pathetic, man. Here we are. It's- Biden's like, dude, what is it about not endorsing me that you didn't understand? <laughs> <laughs> Get it through your head, man. <laughs> I really love the heartfelt uh, plea for Barack. He feels so strongly about Joe, his close friend, uh, he felt so strongly that he waited until there was no one else. Literally. Literally nobody else <laughs> to endorse. <laughs> what a powerful endorsement that is now. Uh, I mean, were we, who were we going after last week? Uh, a couple weeks ago, was it John? Who was it that, that finally came out and, and supported him? And at least at least Bernie was still in it at that point. Yeah. Obama right. waits until wait till Even Bernie's nobody. gone. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, how does that even help now? Because what was he going to do? Endorse Trump? No, it's his only choice. But that's how strongly he felt about <laughs> He's a good his friend. good, close, personal friend. <laughs> Here's uh, some of the other things Barack had to say. Joe gets stuff done. Oh, he does. Joe helped me manage oh. H1N1. Pause. Prevent the Ebola epidemic. <laughs> he helped him manage H1N1. Oh, I remember. Don't you remember he was out front of that? 60 million people got H1N1. Good management on that, Joe and Barack. <laughs> Tw- about 20,000 died. So that was a huge success, was it? Because uh, I don't think so. All right, let's listen to her. Manage <sighs> H1N1 and mm. prevent the Ebola epidemic from becoming the type of pandemic we're seeing now. Right. He helped me restore America's standing and leadership in the world on the other threats of our time, like wow. nuclear proliferation. And climate change. Oh, Joe has the geez. character and the experience oh, to guide us through one of our darkest times mm. and heal us character. through a long recovery. Wow. And I know he'll surround himself with good people. Yeah. Experts, scientists, mm. military officials who actually know how to run the government <laughs> and care about doing a good job running the government Jeez. and know how to work with our allies. Oh, and our ally. always put the American people's interests above their own. Please. Now, Joe will be a better candidate for having run the gauntlet of primaries and caucuses alongside one of the most impressive Democratic fields ever. Oh, wasn't it, though? <laughs> Each funny. of our candidates were talented and decent, with a track record of accomplishment, smart ideas, and serious visions for the future. <laughs> and that's certainly true of the candidate who made it farther than any other, Bernie Sanders. Bernie's an American original, <laughs> a man who has devoted his life mm-hmm. to giving voice to working people's hopes, oh, right. dreams, right. and frustrations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot he and like I haven't always agreed Joe on Stalin. everything, no. right. but we've always shared a conviction of that we have to make America a fairer, more just, more equitable society. 
<laughs> we both know that nothing is more powerful than millions of voices calling for change. That's right. And the ideas he's championed. Uh, right. The energy and enthusiasm he inspired, especially in young people, oh, uh -huh. will be critical in moving America in a direction of progress and hope. Okay. I mean, most of that was about Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Please, wow. please don't set fire to Milwaukee. Uh, is what he's saying there. Yeah, yeah. Let's placate the the Bernie Bolsheviks if we can. Let's just throw him a little bone here and talk about how great he is. Oh my. That's that's painful to listen to. That's just that's crazy, and it, and it should be embarrassing to him. But they've got no shame, so it isn't. Yeah, but, yeah. But to say all of that stuff after you waited until the thing was over, and now oh, I'm for Joe. Okay, all righty. Well, good decision. Yeah, I mean, he talked for like I think it's a 12 minute endorsement, that's and like a long you time. said, half of that was well, Bernie. But uh, I, I don't know that. Wow. I don't know that the audience. I know I don't know that I can either. Stomach much more of Barack Obama. Have not missed him one bit. No, you, but, uh, you forget a little bit. Yeah. You know. But he does he does go on to praise Biden and, you know, his story and all that crap. And, yeah. I, I heard I heard his story we and how tender that. and touching it was and how much he, he just loves Joe. I, uh, we we don't have to play it. that, do we? No, we don't. Good. Have okay. To play that. No. Yeah. So anyhow, um, there you go. Barack Obama out there in front for his friend. In the 2020 campaign, going way out on a limb. Wow, and it's a risky, it's a risky oh, move for sure the de facto was. head of the Democratic Party <laughs> to to really latch on to a candidate and, and show his at, uh, at this early stage partiality. You in, know, in what was, of course, as, as he says, the greatest Democratic field ever. Um, he really uh, put his stamp on it early. <laughs> uh. What a stunner that was. Because mm -hmm. I half expected him to endorse Donald Trump. That, I mean, would that have surprised anybody? But no, he goes the other way. <laughs> and surprises us. Surprises all of us with a, with a Democrat. And who's going to be the, uh, who is the presumptive nominee? I guess, you, I guess you can't even call him the nominee yet because they haven't had their convention. But we all know he's the nominee. And you know, Joe did such a great job with that climate change, pulling back the heat mm. that, you know, it's, it's 33 right. degrees. This morning on April 15th in Texas, uh, here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Yep. 33 here. Yeah, but... Uh, we never get this kind of weather in April. This yeah. is awesome, except for the fact that the warmth may or may not yeah, we don't know help now. get rid of coronavirus. Yeah. I, I don't think we're sure. Uh, but, you know, if there's even a chance, bring on the 80s, because I, yeah. I want this thing gone. Yeah, we've got snow on the ground yeah, down here in Texas. Where? Arkansas. Really? Yeah, look at the map right here. See that? There's snow coverage this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been yeah. snowing in the panhandle for the last few days. We've got two inches there right now. Uh, but uh, anyhow, wow. April 15th. Uh, boy, the year 2020 is Weird year. a curious time. Hmm. And it just gets more and more curious every day. Um, but yeah, yesterday, or no, today should be the day that we... Yeah. That we file our taxes, but we don't have to now until July 15th. Everybody gets a four-month, ex uh, three-month extension. Keep and uh, checks might show up in your bank account today. Oh, yeah. Let me check. Uh, Let's take a little peek. $1,200, $2,000. $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, I don't know. I don't know what they finally settled it's on. It's 1200 It is twelve. Um, And then I think it's 500 bucks for each kid. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, 
I will say the IRS has not come through for me. Oh, dang it. Big shocker there, of course. There's still time. Yeah. Have you filed your taxes yet? Yes, I did. Because that's how they know to send it to you, right? Well, if you haven't, if you didn't file them yet. They use last year's? 2018's. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how do they direct deposit? Do you have to apply for this? How do they direct deposit your money if you haven't sent them your information, your banking routing number and all that stuff? Okay, so... The IRS has that information well, that's when you true. file, right? And uh, that's that's how they know. That's true. They are the IRS. Jeez. I remind you. Wow. Uh, and it's interesting to note that if you get a paper check, you get a, you get an actual check, a yeah. physical check from the government. Donald Trump signature is on it, which oh. has never happened in the history what? of the country. That's but weird. He insisted that his name be on the <laughs> of course he did on the check. <laughs> Okay. He wants you to know where that's coming from. That's coming from his personal bank account. He's he's paying every American out of the goodness of his heart. So he kind of pulled back on that total authority thing. By the way, he went back to uh, saying the governors are you know they can dictate as their local area. Well, so that was good to see. Yes, because I mean that you're not even hopefully there's one thing you're not going to get support from all of your you know Trumpites on is that the president has absolute total power. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. And it's interesting to note <clears throat> the media bashing him for that, uh, talking about how he's the emperor that has no clothes and <clears throat> trying to take complete control of our government when they continually place all the blame for everything on him. So <laughs> on the one hand... I know. He doesn't have the authority. On the other hand, he's responsible for for taking every action that should have happened uh, on this coronavirus and otherwise. And I thought you were going to go the route of the media, you know, so consistent. Because remember when Obama talked about having a pen and a phone, uh, they were totally all over him, right? They, yeah. Oh, they went, they just wouldn't let they didn't it go, right? Yeah, exactly. They didn't care at all. But I, I think that mm-hmm. we fall into the trap, at least speaking for me, of instead of watching what he does just reacting to what he says. Remember, mm-hmm. that's something we've been over and over with you know, the last several years, is that look at what he does as opposed to just what he says. Yes. Even Makes though, for a much happier life. It sure does. Uh, but it's very scary when he says stuff like that. Very. Uh, all right. As parents, we want to encourage our children to uh, pursue their dreams and provide opportunities for them that give them the best chance to succeed. Uh, I know when we homeschooled, we we wanted to make sure our our kids had a better education than they would have otherwise had in in public school or private school. Um, so online classes work extremely well, and especially uh, when you go with the right online classes, like Laurel Springs, which is an accredited online private school for for students in kindergarten through the twelfth grade. Laurel Springs recognizes every child is unique and they have their own personal interests and talents and unique learning style. Their flexible learning program offers challenging and diverse elective courses. Laurel Springs is also accredited, which is incredibly important. It's accredited by the Western Association of Schools and Colleges and Advance Ed, which means their transcripts are recognized by colleges and universities. That used to be a question we get all the time. Well, how are your kids going to get into college? <laughs> nah, we're going to sprinkle pixie dust and they'll just appear in there. And everybody will think that they 
<laughs> they went to an accredited school. You don't have to worry about any of that with Laurel Springs. Register your child at laurelsprings.com slash unleashed today and receive a waived registration fee. That's laurelsprings.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray. Meanwhile, Dr. Anthony Fauci appeared to, again, throw cold water on President Trump's proposed reopening of parts of the United States on May 1st, calling it overly optimistic. Mm. Uh, We have to have something in place that is efficient, he said, and that we can rely on, and we're not there yet. Yeah, besides, I mean, May 1st is a Friday. Who wants to go back to work on a Friday? Who's with me? Let's extend it to uh, Monday, May 4th. So he described May 1st as a bit overly optimistic. Uh, if I had been able to just make a few comments and then go to work, that would have been really uh, been much better. It isn't the idea of being there and answering questions, which I think is really important for the American public. It's the amount of time. Well, first of all, first of all, uh, Anthony Fauci isn't the decider on this. He's not the one who makes that decision. That's going to be made by governors, by uh, mayors, in conjunction with maybe some of them talking with and discussing this with the administration. But Anthony Fauci should just stick to the medical portion of this, and I I think he'd be a lot better off. Just, uh, you know, do the thing that you know about. We'll let let others worry about when the country reopens, because that's not his job. Uh, That's what the president is doing. Speaking of jobs people are doing, apparently uh, Fredo... Yeah, doesn't like his gig mm-hmm. at CNN. <laughs> uh, check out what he had to say about his uh, his TV show while he was on the radio. I think he has a serious XM show. I didn't know this. Yeah, I had no idea. Radio show. Had no idea. But here's what he had to say about. I don't want to spend part. my time doing things that I don't think va- are valuable enough to oh. me Ooh. personally. Okay, like what? Well, I don't like mm-hmm. what I do professionally, I've decided. Mm. Um, I like doing this show. I like talking to you guys. But I don't value indulging irrationality, hyperpartisanship. <laughs> I don't think it's worth my time. And I don't want some <laughs> jackass, wow. loser, fat tire biker. Um, to be able what? to pull over uh, and get uh-huh. in my face and in my space yeah, and talk bullshit to me. I don't want to hear it. And just like you would, right? You, you're not going to tolerate that, right? Some cat just basically pulls up in the driveway next to yours and starts getting in your face about stuff. How, how's that going to go? How's that going to go, right? That matters to me more huh. than making millions of dollars a year. That matters sure to me does. more. Right. Why? Because I've saved my money. Oh. Because <laughs> he's, he's good, man. I don't like what I do professionally. I don't think it's worth my time. What a coincidence. <laughs> we don't like what you do professionally either. Uh-huh. I, I, I'd really love it if you'd stop doing it. And you've saved all that money, so what the heck? Go, go spend it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What an egomaniac. A loser biker, uh, I guess, confronted him on Easter Sunday for being outside his property with his family. (laughs) 
I don't want, that's where the, I don't want some jackass, loser, fat biker being able to pull over and get in my face and talk BS to me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, well, good. Yeah. Uh, there was more that yeah. uh, Fredo had to say. Because <laughs> I don't want to spend my time trafficking in things that I think are ridiculous. I don't want to spend my time on television. Hmm talking to Democrats about things that I don't really believe they mean. And I don't want to spend my time talking to Republicans about them parroting things that they feel they have to say. And analyzing a president who we all know is full of most of the time by design. Good thing he's not hyper-partisan, though. <laughs> That's a good thing. He doesn't like hyper-partisanship at all. <laughs> I think he made that pretty clear, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, then the next day, here's what Cuomo says about that. It's not true. I never said it. I never meant it. (laughs) What? What do you mean you never said it? That he didn't like his job. Okay. I've never been in a better position professionally, he says, than I am right now. They've been so good. They've been so supportive of me in ways I never have imagined. I've never had a group of people professionally care about me the way they have shown. I'll never be able to repay them, but I'll try hard to do so. I've never been more grateful. I've never been on <laughs> a better sound team. grateful. <laughs> Bruh. Oh, come on. What, what he said, the first thing he said here that we just played for you, oh, that, that came from a place that is uh, right from the heart. Mm-hmm. He really doesn't like what he's doing. He wasn't kidding or exaggerating. He nah. was telling you exactly how he felt. Nah, it's the COVID drugs talking, man. That's what that was. He can't be responsible for that. Then he realized, uh-oh, did I jeopardize my gig where I'm making millions? Maybe I don't have enough money saved. Yeah. And yeah. then he has to back backtrack on it. I think what it also shows is that it's nobody despicable. listens to the Chris Cuomo radio show since this news didn't break until... Late Tuesday afternoon, and he apparently said this on Monday. Um, right. So, whatever so time his show for... airs on Monday, <laughs> it took that long for it to uh, matriculate through the uh, the world until we found out about it yesterday, late afternoon. Well, I mean, if a tree falls in an empty forest, <laughs> uh, does it make any noise when nobody's around to hear it? <laughs> so maybe that's what he, what he meant by "I never, I never said it." Yeah, because nobody heard him actually say it when he did say it. Uh, so that that could be what he's talking about. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that is, he is despicable. 888 uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So when is enough going to be enough on our little quarantine experience here? Uh, you know, are we going to have sports in the fall? Some people are talking like we're not. Whoa, whoa, Just whoa. driving me out of my mind. Yeah, Chris Fowler is one of those voices now, joining his buddy Kirk Herbstreet. Chris Fowler, too. Got to stop this nonsense. These guys just don't want to work. Maybe they should switch places with Chris Cuomo. No, I don't want Chris Cuomo on college football. Oh, no, thank you. So now I'm stuck. All right, do we have Do we have uh, the video of Chris Fowler, or is it just, uh, just the story? No, we do not. We just have some quotes there. Well, he told Dan Patrick. Disturbing. Uh, that there are severe challenges to getting the 2020 season started as scheduled. Sure, we all hope that happens, but Fowler noted that we can't simply hope for an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fowler even mentioned the possibility of the season getting pushed to the spring, <laughs> although he also noted through his comments 
there isn't much of a consensus among the vast network of athletic directors. Good. Uh, at least good on no consensus of pushing right. the season to the the spring. I mean, don't even utter that phrase, man. Wow. What is it with him and Herb Street? These guys do not want to work. Yeah, and it's it's what they do. It's their livelihood. Maybe they feel like Fredo does. Uh, maybe they don't like what they do professionally. <laughs> so the 2020 season would be February to May of Shut 2021 up. under these circumstances. I, just, I can't. Stop it. Stop. But yesterday, that was good. You know, I think the most important part of the, of the coronavirus uh, daily presser was the president talking about he's, he's assembling a big group of, of sports-minded individuals to talk about the best way to start the machines back up. I don't know if you want to play that yes, very important clip. Let's mm. play that. In sports, we want to get our sports back. So importantly, these will yes. be some separate calls. Some will be together, by the way, lists, and some will be separate. Okay. But we have to get our sports back. I'm tired yeah. of watching baseball games that are 14 <laughs> years old. <laughs> but I haven't actually had too much time to watch. Yeah, I, bet. I would say maybe I watch one batter and then I get back to work. <laughs> the NBA, Adam Silver. Okay, NBA. The Major mm-hmm. League Baseball. Uh-huh, baseball. We miss our baseball. This is baseball yeah. season right here. Yeah, it is. Right. Rob Manford, thank you very much. NFL, Roger Goodell. Okay, thank yeah. you, Roger. And UFC, ho- Dana hockey. White. Hockey. Great Dana White. Dana PGA, White. Jay Moynihan. Okay, hockey. LPGA, LPGA. Michael Wan. No, hockey. USTA Patrick Galbraith. What? What are you talking about? Hockey. Major League Soccer. What? Don Garber. WWE. No. no. The Hockey. Great Vince McMahon. The great Mr. NASCAR, President. Lisa no. Kennedy. Hockey. Thank you, Lisa. NHL Gary Bettman. There it is. Okay. From the New England Patriots, Bob Kraft, Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban. <laughs> yeah, look at so, that. So, all the people that are on the, I guess, the sports council. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out when to get sports back. I'd like to hear the conversation between him and Mark Cuban. So uh, uh, before we go, Mark, <laughs> what's this it? about you running for president? <laughs> How about you? Uh, I don't know. Put that fire out right yeah. now. But there's some good minds there that are a part of these uh, phone calls, and I'm just I'm glad to see that there's progress of some sort, even if it's just a communication between. Because you know, President Trump wants to get things back to normal ASAP. Mm-hmm. And he's a very persuasive guy, so I'm hoping that these phone calls are helpful. Uh, well, yesterday we had our first home run of the 2020 season that counted. <laughs> didn't, didn't happen in the United States no, no, or no. Mexico or we, Canada. We spanned the globe, Pat. And found it in Taiwan. Here's a little Taiwanese baseball. Empty stadium. Look at that. There it is. That is kind of creepy. An empty stadium and no loud Better than nothing, though. But better than nothing. You better believe it. And so there is a uh, glimmer of hope. That's what it looks like, though. That's. I mean, that's not that big a deal just as long as you can see the action who cares it's like it's like it's like watching uh it's like watching a a college baseball game and there's nobody in the stands yeah Mm, wow i don't know why they're speaking gibberish though what was that about that's see now that i don't know i i was thinking the same thing (laughs) like all right we got the baseball it's in an empty stadium but is this code what is happening What, what are you doing though what is that i don't even know what you said it's embarrassing for you.
<laughs> so that was exciting action from uh, Taiwanese baseball. But see, look. I'll it, take it. As, as it progresses, right? Now yeah. it started in Asia. And look, we're starting back up. So let's right? go. That's right. Things peaked in Asia in what? Late January, maybe? And now they've been on the downside ever Mm -hmm. since. And so they're getting back to business as usual, slowly but surely, which is exactly what we should be doing and and what more and more we are doing. Uh, Cuomo has gotten together with five other governors in the East, and they're all talking about how to get their region back to work. Uh, California's governor, Gavin Newsom, is dealing with Oregon and Washington's governors, and they're talking about how they're going to restart that segment. Mm -hmm. In Texas, Greg Abbott was the first to say, we've got a plan, and we're going to start implementing it, getting Texas back to work. Yeah, Texas doesn't have to confer with anyone else. Thank you very much. That's right. We're our own entity. Are we the ninth largest economy in the world? Somewhere in there. So everybody's about to get a a job, uh, get their job back, right? Um, uh, I think Liberty Squared uh, pointed that out uh, yesterday with a tweet. Everyone about to get back to their jobs. Soon enough, except- everyone will be hired again. Except Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> and things will be back to normal. Yay! Right. <laughs> uh, don't you miss that discussion, though, right now? I mean, I'd take the Colin Kaepernick stuff yeah. over this COVID-19 stuff any day. Any day. Yeah. yeah and twice Thank on you. Sunday. Uh, uh, 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. And... Chewing the Fat with Jeffy, next. Pat Gray Unleashed. Ah, yep. It's some tweets here at Pat Unleashed from Daniel Chappell. What? Joe doesn't punch above his weight? Well, at least Barack didn't mention it there. Alexandria Go was Barack watching the same primaries as me? I didn't see one Democrat in that field of socialists. <laughs> Shall not be infringed, tweets. I see a biker parade outside of Fredo's house happening soon, followed by a long-winded apology to the biker community. Kara3022, <laughs> uh, thir- everyone loves the little insult Obama made to uh, Trump voters by saying Biden will surround himself by people who actually know how to run the government. Think Trump has fixed your disaster. Great, Barry. Um, yeah, it was it was Obama who was responsible for the PPE shortage. They yep. had no masks because they used them all up in the H one N one. Yeah, and then never replenished the stock. And they had the guy here in Metro Dallas saying, <clears throat> "Hey, how about a government contract? You can be stockpiled for the next pandemic." And the Obama administration, <clears throat> he got a nice letter from Obama. The the guy says, um, but uh, the government was not interested. And um, we're paying the price today. Yep. Yeah. yeah that happy sound uh, means it's a sad time. Really? Wait. Why is it sad? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, we've got to listen to Jeffy now. <laughs> His mean, nauseating voice. He says that with love. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, I feel the love. Yeah. I, feel- I, I know you do. I know you yeah. do. Ooh, we better pull so, how's it going? How are things? Oh, it's great. going great. Are it's you like, loving being home for every yes. minute of every day for, what, yes, six weeks I'm now? Looking forward to another, what, eight, 10, 12 weeks? Uh, no, Should it's 18 be- months. 18 months is all we got to get through. Don't worry about it. Yeah, just this another year and a half. That's all. We, we can't. <laughs> I mean, for real. We right. Oh, that can't happen. Yeah, somebody oh, just no. just sent me this article about a mall in um, Metro Omaha, Lincoln, Nebraska area, saying, "Look, we've been closed long enough, so 
we're we're opening back up next week. Wow! So it's already starting. Good green shoots, if you will. Yep. I hope people go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hope they go. I'm really kind of bummed, though. I mean, I'm not as bummed as Joe Biden is to having finally having Barack, you know, come out and <laughs> endorse him. Oh, he's pissed. But uh, I know. I right. <laughs> he asked him not to, and Barack just ignored it. He just ignored it. <laughs> just like him. Just like sure Barack is. Always looking but, out for just himself, never considering the feelings of Joe Biden. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this weekend, I was, uh, you know, I was outbid at an auction, and uh, really, I'm kind of bummed about it. Uh, Paul McCartney's handwritten lyrics, yeah, to Hey Jude. Oh, you were trying uh, to get those? I was outbid. Yeah, they they, they sold for nine hundred and ten thousand dollars. <laughs> So, what what uh, were you willing to pay? Yeah, what, what was your nine oh nine? Nine oh nine. Oh shoot! Nine dollars and nine cents. Yeah, and the bidding went, bidding passed me by by just a little bit because I was willing to go all the way up to twenty bucks if need be. Uh, ten thousand bucks. That would be cool lyric. to have, wouldn't it? Can you imagine having the handwritten yeah. lyrics of "Hey I mean, Jude"? They had they had two hundred and fifty items of Beatles memorabilia because it's been. 50 years since the breakup yeah uh, celebrating Oof. wow I mean, they they auctioned off a drum head with the beatles logo on it from oh. their first north american tour really 200 cool. grand oh 200 a drawing from lennon and yoko uh called a bagism which is just great i mean it's, it's because they they termed the coins the coin uh, uh to satirize stereotyping bagism that sold for $93,000. Wow. A bag Ringo Starr's ashtray that huh. he used at the Abbey Road recording studios, thirty-two grand. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> wow. Right? I know. And who's getting, the, really... who's getting the proceeds here? Do we know? No, we do not. Okay. Uh, the auction company. <laughs> yeah. And last week we talked about uh, China possibly making uh, dogs illegal to eat. Yeah. But uh, the wet markets are back in business. Yeah, so, but and at the same time, scientists are saying they've discovered six new coronaviruses in bats. Yay! I mean, they're, they're different than the COVID nineteen, but they're the same family. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe we stop eating bats. I don't know. Just a thought. Just a, it's I, a I've, good safety tip, I think. I'm not big are on they... banning anything that we could possibly eat, really, but it seems like a good idea. Yeah. Is bat really that delicious that you can't give it up? You're just willing to put the world's safety <laughs> on the line just so you can have a bat sandwich? Come on. And bat too tasty. I feel, like the answer, I feel like the answer to that is no. I, I do too. I feel like it. I mean, I've never tried bat, but I can't imagine that you couldn't live mm. without it. I know. Mm. I mean, it's nothing like, uh, you know, camel hump. (laughs) Especially when you fry it, because fried camel hump is so, so good. I'm partial to pangolin. (laughs) Requests and uh, orders from uh, the new world we're living in now. A Florida judge has one request for attorneys showing up uh, for court hearings on Zoom. Yeah, uh, he's he's requesting that uh, the attorneys get out of bed and put some clothes on. (laughs) So are they literally doing it in bed? Yes, Whoa. he said it's remarkable how many attorneys appear inappropriately on camera. Wow! Putting on, he said, putting on a beach cover-up won't cover up your poolside. <laughs> and uh, one male lawyer appeared shirtless, and one female attorney appeared still in bed, still under the covers. Wow! So wow, I, I know. Did I you know. did you see the Supreme Court is going to take oral arguments for uh, several cases in a few weeks uh, by telephone for the first time ever? 
Amazing. Yeah. I mean, did I mention that I'm having a CTF virtual happy hour on Zoom uh, oh. this Friday? For real, for real, this Friday, 6 p.m. Central, 7 a.m. Cambodia time. You can email me at chewingthefat uh, at theblaze.com, and you can look for the link. I'll put it out on Twitter at JeffyJFR and yeah. Facebook and Instagram accounts, Jeff Fisher Radio. But I most definitely am not like Judge Bailey from Florida. Clothing is optional for my uh, <laughs> virtual happy hour. So, I mean, I, and you know what? That, you know what? Come to think of it, hmm. that's true on my podcast while you're listening as well. Huh. Clothing up. Okay. Yeah, that's, just that's really generous of you. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. Just subscribe to the podcast. Now, do you dress up? Do you dress up for your podcast uh, for Chewing the Fat? Do I put clothes on? Yes. Thank do you. I dress up. You Thank know, you for think... that, by the way. Please continue to do that. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to be subjected to that. Uh, you sure? Probably not even Amber. You know, so well, that's a fact. <laughs> no, probably, no, probably. <laughs> I love to look at what we're buying too now during the you know the pandemic. Doug McMillan, uh, CEO of Walmart, uh, was interviewed and he talked about how uh, panic shoppers in uh, early March empty the shelves. Of course toilet paper and hand sanitizer right we knew that was completely gone mm -hmm. then after two weeks of quarantine uh we bought uh cooking and baking items uh, in particular okay. uh baking yeast sales grew more than any other consumer packaged good product in the last two weeks of march 647 percent and 500 percent respectively in the same weeks yeah wow. if you look on instagram i mean everybody was baking bread Right, that was part of their quarantine Instagram pictures. Everybody was mm. baking bread, okay. and now remember we talked about how uh, everybody we're going to find out everybody's real hair hair color. Well, we've turned we're buying grooming supplies, hair dye and trimmers are uh, going off the shelves at Walmart. So with no salons and barbers, people are starting to freak out a little bit. Yeah, and a yeah, huge seller, a huge seller is you know games and puzzles. And I, the hundred—I don't have to tell you, Pat. The hundred thirty-six-year-old puzzle maker uh, Ravensburger mm. uh, sold an average of seven puzzles a minute in oh. North America. Oh, that's huge! Wow, that's a lot of—that's a lot wow. of puzzles. You can quote me on that. That's a lot of puzzles. <laughs> that's a lot of puzzle. End that's quote. a lot of puzzles, man. <laughs> and uh, this from a Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars. Oh my! From space.com. Going on right now, uh, this week, uh, yesterday, today, and then tomorrow, uh, you're going to be able to see uh, Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars uh, in the sky toward uh, kind of lining up with the moon. Yeah, it's I saw that this morning, actually. Yeah, they're it's not cool. going to appear together in the sky again for a bunch of years. And uh, then later this month, we've got a meteor shower expected. Oh, wow. Uh, pre-dawn hours, April 22nd. And if that isn't exciting enough for space... Uh, we a helicopter on Mars. Helicopter on Mars. Yep. Huh. That's uh, that's the hope. Anyway, if they succeed, it'll be the first time mankind has ever attempted a controlled flight on a planet other than Earth. Really? So yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. That They're is sending, very cool. It's Mars uh, Perseverance rover to uh, the red planet between July 17th and August 5th, and it's in its final stages. And you can see the pictures now. The Mars helicopter is hooked up to the rover. And I know it's exciting. I was kind of hoping for maybe, I don't know, a Blackhawk instead of more of a, <laughs> a drone from Best Buy. <laughs> but, uh, I get it. I get it. It's a helicopter. Plus, can we have just a little chat for just a second on space travel? I, you know, we're not really ready for space travel yet. When we have to say that we're going to launch something between July 17th and August 5th, 
mm-hmm. and we're still concerned about well the clouds are getting a little heavy <laughs> and the wind is picked up two miles an hour we're yeah. not going to be able to launch that's a problem the enterprise never had to worry about that thank you we need to just get in and go that's right that's when right. We can get in and go. Now we're ready for space. <laughs> Speaking of space, though, have you seen the video of the moon where these unidentified flying objects come into view and you can see them against the backdrop of the moon and then they kind of disappear into the shadows? Check this out. Look at this. Look at the Watch this video. This is crazy. Okay, so there's the, the moon. Look in the, uh, I think it's the lower portion of the bright part of the moon that these little objects are going to... Here up go. here. Uh, Hang on. Haven't seen wait it yet. Wait for it. Wait for it. It's Entering coming. from your right to left. They're right above the moon right now. See that? There they go. Now they're in front of it. See the shadows on yes. the moon? Yes. See that? Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Okay. What is that? Jeffy? Uh, I, Could you I see it? Know. Unidentified flying object. No, I can't see it. Okay. It is. Oh, you're missing out. I mean, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, of course we space wars, right? I mean, that's what's going on. Yeah, I mean, there's there are people who are visiting us here. Well, at least our moon. Uh, but I every mean, once in a while, they show up and abduct somebody and give them a, right. a space rectal exam. Hmm. I know. So, so I think that most of the people uh, that come from the uh, other planets in this in the galaxy uh, are proctologists. That's <laughs> that's what I've come to decide. <laughs> They're space proctologists. That would explain a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, they just give us rectal probes when they show up. I don't know what they're so curious about. I don't know what they're trying to find. Maybe they're looking for colon cancer or something. I don't know. I Je- don't Jeffy, know. Jeffy, any thoughts on the <laughs> anal probing aliens? Uh, the only thought I have is, how co- you know, I'm here. I'm waiting. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, stop in and- even aliens are smart enough not to mess with you, man. <laughs> yeah, they know that they don't know where that's been. Uh, they haven't watched us nearly enough. So, hey, I- I've been thinking about you the last couple of days, Jeffy, because I saw that uh, that uh, ABC News, ABC Nightly News with David Murr, whatever his name is. He's been uh, that show has been leading all shows this uh, like for five days straight. Yeah, the top shows yeah in the country was, are all yeah. ABC World News Tonight with David Muir. Uh huh. One through five are ABC's broadcast. Now, how does that make you feel about your guy? Uh, what's his Holt. face Lester over Holt. there? What's yeah. going on at NBC? What's his problem? He's getting dude? his butt I mean, kicked. I, I think the ratings are rigged. I think they're <laughs> held up. I think they need to redo the count again. Okay. I want to recount. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, uh, Dan, we have some sports news. I know you guys are, you know, whining about your sports and mm-hmm. some sad, not so sad. I mean, the, we have Vince McMahon's XFL filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Yeah, that looks like it's going to be it's over with. Told right? you they wouldn't make it through the first season. I told you they wouldn't make it, and they didn't, and they didn't. It's not just because of the pandemic either. They're done. I mean, they they released, they furloughed their employees already. They, well, they, they let they the star it, players try to get a deal with somebody in the NFL. I mean, that league is over already. They said originally that they were going to play the or pay the salaries of the players yeah. for the 2020 season. And then the uh, Jeffrey Pollock, the CEO, said, mm, you know what? No. Jeez. Hey, no, we're going to pull that back. Oh, that's crazy. Did you see where the state of Florida has deemed wow, the WWE? Yes. Essential Go business. Essential. That's, that's good news for Vince McMahon. And he was mentioned the great Vince McMahon from President Trump. You heard earlier this hour. Uh, how uh, we did hear that? 
The and great so, Vince McMahon. Uh, you know, essential business <laughs> is uh, the uh, WWE in Florida. And they said they, uh, they were asked for a quote. The spokesperson from the governor's office told ESPN that uh, these services were characterized as essential because they are critical to Florida's economy. So, okay. okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let yeah. me take, let me take 60 seconds and tell you uh, about Brickhouse Nutrition. Now, Brickhouse is going to help you build a healthy immune system, which helps you fight all kinds of diseases. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of crud is going around. Uh, the, when you take a uh, field of greens from Brickhouse Nutrition, you're going to fortify your body against all that stuff. One scoop has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. Boosts your energy, supports a healthy immune system. Doctors all agree a diet of fruits and vegetables can reduce your risk of heart disease. Plus, Field of Greens is pre- and probiotic, a great source of vitamins and fiber, and all kinds of other nutrients as well. Just put a scoop of it into a glass of water, stir it up, so easy, drink it down, and you're all set. Right now, you can also save 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT at BrickHousePAT.com. Plus, if you subscribe while you're on the site... You'll save an extra 10% every month. This virus season, turn your immune system into a brick house with Field of Greens at BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. All right. What else you have, Jeff? Yeah, a couple more uh, sports stories. Tom Brady, uh, smart or just being a big uh, Richard, shall we say? Uh, his company has filed for two new trademark applications <laughs> for Tampa Bay and Tampa Brady. Oh, stop uh, it. That's just stupid. It's just clothing and other merchandise. Now, apparently, uh, Dan Patrick show had been selling these Tampa Bay shirts. Uh, and so, I don't know, you know, that's just, just Brady saying, oh, that's a good idea. And they're making money off of me. I'm going to I'm going to trademark that. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. OK. All right. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> And Jim Harbaugh, head coach of the University of Michigan. This I love. This I never really cared for him. Yep. But, you know, he's grown on me in the last week. You know, he's had a heck of a career, too. Yeah, yes. Uh, he's not even done. I mean, he was the quarterback at Michigan. He went right. to the NFL. But he played for 14 years in played the NFL. Played for the Bears and many other teams. Coached yeah, Bowl. and then mm-hmm. he coached for the University of San Diego, Stanford, the 49ers. Now he's back at Michigan. I mean, he's had a heck of a career. And so he was. He's a, he, and say it. And. Yes, he was, uh, he was. He was being interviewed, and he was uh, he was uh, talking about his perspective as a Christian. He also talked about his and hatred yeah, that, for that, 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 You break it up a little bit there, so we'll get to that in a second. Okay, hopefully we'll get that fixed and ironed out. But we'll tell you what uh, Jim Harbaugh had to say about abortion. I mean, this is a prominent sports figure who went out on a limb for real. Uh, we'll get to that next on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me take a minute and uh, tell you about Patriot Mobile. Good announcement. It's a great announcement from our friends at Patriot Mobile to help Americans stay in touch with loved ones during this really tough time. They've reduced their prices <clears throat> even further. So right now, 
Let their U.S.-based team design your customized family plan for only $25, $35, $45, or $55, depending on your needs. They'll never charge you hidden fees. Unlike Big Mobile, they don't send your hard-earned money to liberal causes. Planned Parenthood, gun-grabbing Democrats, none of that. You specify where you want the donations to go. Uh, That's because Patriot Mobile is the only one that supports the conservative values you believe in. It's really easy to switch. They take away all the hassle. You can keep your phone number. You can get a new one if you want to. You can keep your phone or buy a new one. Whatever, they'll accommodate you. 972-PATRIOT is the number. PatriotMobile.com to get your customized family plan today for just $25, $35, $45, or $55. PatriotMobile.com slash Pat. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. All right, uh, when you started to cut out right before the uh, top of the hour, uh, you were telling us about Jim Harbaugh, uh, the uh, coach at Michigan, and his, yeah. his stance on, on abortion. Yeah, he was being interviewed uh, at, for his uh, coronavirus uh, perspective as a Christian. And, you know, we get a, we, from time to time we get a bunch of people in interviews uh, on their perspective as a Christian. But usually, you know, they back it down when it comes to abortion. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird how that happens, but it, it does. But not Jim. Uh, he said, people you see talking uh, about the sanctity of life, I hope that can continue. I hope it continues that it's not just this time of crisis or pandemic. And lastly, abortion. We talk about mm-hmm. sanctity of life, yet we live in a society that aborts babies. That can't be any. There can't be anything more horrendous. I mean, uh, that's yeah. great. That, that yes, that's amazing because, as you said, usually they shy away from that kind of. Yeah, they thing back because, it down. Yeah, they they don't want anything to do with the backlash that comes from that. So that's pretty bold and brave of him to take that stand and just say, yes, I, I'm pro-life. Uh, I right. love that. Love it. And there can't be anything more horrendous? Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You're right, Jim. <laughs> yeah. You're right. He's right about that. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. The Wuhan Health Organization tweets. Here in Kansas, we've closed all the same businesses as everywhere else. Yet traffic has not changed one iota. Not sure how that works. <laughs> From Parts Guy 22, the handwritten lyrics to Hey Jude. You'd pay that much money for 25 pages of na 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 na, na 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 na, Hey Jude. <laughs> if I had billions of dollars, yeah, I, pro- I think I probably would because that would be cool to have. Well, that's why I was at the 909. That was my cutoff. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you got to know your amount yeah. going in. Okay. <laughs> uh, Concerning the drone helicopter on Mars, Bronco Nagurski fan club tweets, are they going to turn the cameras off when the drone flies over the Mars slave colony? (laughs) Probably. Yeah, probably. From compressed wet gas, if if a vaccine is a weakened form of the virus and the virus came from a bat, does that mean we can be cured by eating a weakened bat? (laughs) That is good logic not. right there. That's, That's good logic? Not. Good logic. Oh, it's good logic. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, and American Pride tweets, it's too early in the morning to have Jeffy's face zoomed in that close. Wow. <laughs> there Hi. you go. Isn't that fun, Jeffy? Oh, That's nice. fun. That's just plain fun right there. Ouch. <laughs> so what have you, have you gone anywhere during these weeks? Or do you just, because you're kind of high risk and we all know that you've got 
I don't know, 330 viruses all fighting themselves at the same time for supremacy in your body right now, as it is. Do you just stay home and let others go do the shopping or are you going anywhere? Pretty much. I did go. I did feel like, you know what, I got to get out. And uh, my wife needed to get some gas in the car. So I said, I'm going. I'm just going to go get some gas. You know, I took my I took my glove and. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I made sure I wiped down the card after I put it in the machine. But okay. it's, you're out there and it's just there's more people out than you think, but it's not near what it usually what it used to be. Right. You know, not even close. So uh, it's just strange being out. It's yeah. Really well, this strange. morning and I granted I came in a little later than than usual this morning, but there was it seemed like there was pretty uh, seriously increased traffic for yeah. some reason today. I, I, I was. It was really strange. I mean, I had a, I did go out yesterday too. I mean, I had an appointment that I had to go to and it just, there seems like there's more people out than you feel like there should be for some reason, but it's not even close to what it was. So Mm. I I guess we're, you know, oh, well. In some locations, there are an awful lot of cars out and they're lined up one after another. For instance, Check this video of Los Angeles out. This is the Los Angeles uh, Forum in Inglewood. And the cars are lined up to get food. Wow. That's where the LA Food Bank is. Look at this lineup of cars that stretches all the way around the building. And then, let's go to the street nearby. Look at that. No. Look at that. That's America. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. If that doesn't make you sick to your stomach yeah, uh, the cameraman couldn't even pan far enough down the road to get no, right. the end of the line i mean it literally as far as the eye can see uh is is a line of traffic waiting to to get food and you know how these co-ops are having these farmers destroy we, we talked about twenty five thousand mm. gallons a day at one dairy farm of send milk. them to food banks that's what the farmers are saying can we just please Send it here. So I think well, they're, they're working trying. Out, yeah, they're working out they're, something. I mean, they're they're trying. The vegetable farmers in Florida are, mm. you know, if they're not, they're rotting and burying the vegetables because they give as much as they can. But their contracts were with, uh, you know, the hotels and mm-hmm. uh, restaurants, schools, and, with, and yeah. schools, and those yeah. are down. You know, so I mean, they're trying to fill up as much as they can, and yet it still isn't enough. Yeah, yeah. And some of these cities, uh, Houston had it before I left Houston where you cannot give food to uh, homeless people. Right. That's ridiculous. They, they think, don't allow you to because right. it might be harmful to them in some way. I'm, I'm, because, I don't know, there's too high a butterfat content yeah. or who knows what <laughs> Well, the, you, know, you know, starvation yeah. is a lot better route. Than, oh, yeah. Than, oh, yeah. Than having than taking uh, a risk of eating food from a stranger. Yeah. Than, than, you, don't want, you don't want a homeless person eating squash. You just don't <laughs> want that. Bad. Well, you certainly don't want them eating polyunsaturated fats. Okay. You don't want Thank any you. of that. Okay. What, uh, about so, what about kale? What about kale? kale well yes or is that cruel and unusual yes you can give them kale uh because that's inedible <laughs> so kale oh, is so fine. it's technically not food right i see the they're loophole. not gonna eat the kale so i see the loop it won't hurt them at all <laughs> it's just i mean it's nuts some of these stupid liberal rules and then they 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 just hurt the people that supposedly they're trying to help it's really sad really really sad because you're, you're seeing this not just in Los Angeles. We just had uh, footage of that in San Diego yesterday. It's happening all over the place right now. Uh, so the longer this thing goes on, the more you're risking people actually being malnourished or or facing starvation. Yeah. 
it just it just can't keep going on uh, you do have for much some, longer. Some pat heads who are saying that they checked their bank accounts and uh, the IRS uh, has deposited. Nice, their, really. Um, their check their stimulus check. Yeah, so be looking. That's supposed to start today. Yep. Did you check your bank account yet, uh, Jeffy? I, I do not have to worry about my friends at the IRS giving me any money. <laughs> Don't you? Uh, okay. No. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, the IRS and I are, uh, mm. are are good friends. Good, 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 good people at the IRS. You're mm. definitely mm-hmm. on speaking terms, is what you're saying. We are on speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Every other week, you're on speaking terms with the IRS. Well, I'm not, there will not be no check from them. <laughs> uh, all right. I won't pursue that any further. Would they, would they you know, if, if you were in debt to the IRS, if you owed them money, I wonder if they would just credit your uh, balance with this stimulus check. Be like, oh, you did owe us five thousand. Now you only owe like us. I, hmm? Yeah, I feel like I saw a headline too, where some banks were doing that too, right? Where they, if you had owed them some sort of back payment, that they were just saying, "Ooh, that's money in your account that's free. We're taking that." What? I don't know if they can do that, right? I don't know if that's legal. Probably. I mean, it's not America anymore, so they probably can do that. They can probably do whatever they want. I mean, you know, we're talking about cops pulling you over and just confiscating cash that they find on you because it's illegal, I guess, now to carry cash in your car. Uh, and it's fine for the authorities to just take it from you. I will say, I will say I've seen stories where the virus lives on cash more than it does on plastic. Uh and we've always thought cash is probably on its way out at some point. It's just going to be mm. replaced uh, mm-hmm. by a digital apparatus of some sort. So th- I wonder if this is going to be – so much is going to change in our society on the other side of this. And, and I wonder if that's going to be one of the casualties, cash. It'll be interesting to see how many things change for good. I mean, just permanently change. Things that we don't think are going to be permanent that actually become permanent. Uh, for instance, will NASCAR racing – uh, now just be eye racing. Will they just race on simulators at their house? It's safer. Nobody gets hurt that way. You get a 30-car pileup on uh, uh, on the track, and, and nobody's been hurt. So it's really kind of cool. Plus, a lot of people are watching, so maybe that's the way to go. That is a fact, though, that uh, NASCAR star Kyle Larson forgot about uh, as they were racing this, this race over the weekend. Um he forgot that there were a lot of people watching and listening, and he mm. forgot that everything he said could be heard by everybody else. And apparently at one point in this race where they're racing their simulated cars, uh, he went to check his microphone and said, uh, so you you can't hear me, N-word? Yeah, do you want that audio? Oh, boy. Yeah, let's, uh, we bleeped it, right? Yes, we did. Okay. <laughs> I can see it. You can't hear me? <laughs> Hey, oh boy! Oh, wow! <laughs> uh, okay, that wasn't the first time that Kyle, that Kyle said that. Yeah. Uh, but one of the other drivers said, "Kyle, you know that you're uh, that you're talking to everyone, bud. <laughs> um, you, you know we all heard that, right? Yeah, that's what the guy was starting to say there. At the end yeah. of the clip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. So oh. he was immediately in trouble, obviously, and uh, decided that to uh, give an apology. He said, last night I made a mistake and said the word that should never, ever be said, and there's no excuse for that. 
That wasn't the first time he's said it. I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we I understand. Apology. I don't know if you want. I understand. Oh, we do have him saying it. All right, let's see it. Hear it. Yeah, I just want to say I'm sorry. Um, you know, last night I made a mistake and said the word that should never ever be said. And um, you know, there's no excuse for that. You know, I wasn't raised that way. You know, uh-huh. it's just an awful thing to say. And I feel very sorry for my family, my friends my partners, the NASCAR community, and mm. especially the African-American community. You know, I understand the damage is probably unrepairable, and you know, I own up to that. Um, but I just wanted to let you all know how sorry I am. And you know, I, I hope everybody is, is staying safe during these crazy times. Thank you. We accept your apology, and you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically <Exactly>. what happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all's forgiven. Uh, you're fired. Yeah, Rob, Rob uh, who is uh, down the hall there, he is a big NASCAR fan. He says this guy, Kyle Larson, was going to be a big free agent. So he was going to make some big money after this season. And now he doesn't have a job at all. Holy cow. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, in the, in this atmosphere, you just can't. You just can't say. He might have been saying that to a white person, too. I don't know. But uh, regardless of who he said it to, those that word just can't be uttered by anybody, anytime, anywhere, unless you're a rapper. Yep. And then it's okay. <laughs> so, uh, but that's the standard that exists and everybody knows it. So he should have known better. It's really, it's too bad <clears throat> that you don't get a second chance on that. And we don't just, you know, slap him on the wrist and say, okay, don't do that again. Nope. He's done. Right. Wow. It is kind of sad that we're just cutting his, cutting his livelihood off. Yeah, it is. For, uh, you know, I, it I get it. It's, you know, it's horrible, but okay. Mm-hmm. It used to be, though, there used to be a saying. And nobody says it anymore. <laughs> Sticks and stones mm-hmm. may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. It's just the opposite of that. Yeah, well, you kind of touched on it there. Um, maybe he could become a rap artist. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's can... what he should have. That's his apology, right? I'm sorry I didn't let everyone know that I was becoming a NASCAR rapper. <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was singing a song. There's a fun rap song that I really yeah. like, and I was just singing it while I drove. Yeah, I wasn't really asking about my microphone. I knew everybody could hear me. Well, you, oh, you thought I was. You thought that was an actual oh, question? Oh, silly! Oh, oh, those are just my rap lyrics. No, That's all. see, my microphone wasn't working, <laughs> and it only worked at that one spot in the song that I was singing. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, no. No. Okay. All right, we got some uh, tweets here at uh, Pat Unleashed from Saves eighty four. Wait, I just heard Pat say uh, during a rough greens commercial. This yeah. came in after the show yesterday. Yeah, after after it was on Glenn's show. I, I heard it as well when when you guys were doing a rough greens ad out there. You you left us hanging. Just heard me say that uh, my dog just gobbles that stuff. Mm-hmm. We didn't hear. Not up, not down. Mm-mm. Just gobbles. <laughs> now I'm really confused. <laughs> to which uh, cynical squirrel replied, "It's physically impossible to simply gobble. <laughs> it must be directional." <laughs> Or it goes nowhere. The science is settled. <laughs> I guess there's consensus, huh? Uh-huh. Then Jeffy's 18 Spoons chimed in. I think in the absence of an up or down gobble, it's to be assumed that the food was just gobbled sideways or through osmosis. <laughs> Glad to see such uh, okay. analysis <laughs> went right. we gotta into, know. into that we commercial. We've got to know. How yeah. was the food enjoyed by your puppy well my dog with rough greens she gobbles it up okay <laughs> she gobbles it up <laughs> there you go there's your definitive answer right and it's good because there's all kinds of probiotics in in this uh supplement because it's not 
Rough Greens isn't actual food. It's just a supplement that you put on the food. And she loves it. Stu's dog loves it. Glenn's dog loves it. Uh, so there is consensus in the doggy world that this stuff is delicious. Has probiotics, enzymes, vitamins, healthy microbacteria. All your dog needs to know is uh, it tastes good. They love it. So um, if you want your dog to get back to its puppy-like form, this is the way to do it. Rough Greens Vitasmart. It'll make your dog's food better. Take the Rough Greens 14-day jumpstart challenge, just $14.95, and you'll see a difference in your dog in 14 days or less. If you want to see your dog thrive again, get really active and puppy-like again, go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. This is Pat Gray. Well, I mean, uh, some people call me the Maurice. Others, the gangster of love. Uh, but whatever, you know, I, I just continue to speak the pompous of love. That's what I do. Um, that's who I am. I can't help it. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, we got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed, Gunny A, about the food lines. That line of cars should make Bernie proud. He's an American, right? Because they're all in a food line. So, Yeah. And food lines are good. That means there's food. <laughs> reflux cap, cap reflux capacitor. Cap, capacitor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a uh, Back to the Future reference. Like uh-huh. Flux capacitor. It's reflux capacitor. That's cute. Mm-hmm. I think so too. It's my opinion that the reason we're seeing an increase in traffic may be due to the fact that citizens have received their stimulus. Mm. I have one of my employees that told me on Monday that he received his. Yeah, people are starting to get them. They're rolling in. Uh, Mustang Vet tweets, the IRS is keeping money owed by parents who are behind on child support payments, which is interesting since that's a state-level issue. So why are the feds getting involved? Well, Hmm. then. Interesting question. (laughs) Got this tweet from Kristen. Uh, A little little picture with uh, Barack and uh, and Joe. (laughs) I'm endorsing you, Joe. Joe leans over and says, for what? <laughs> Dude, you're running for president. You don't remember that? Uh, Where are my shoes? That's very accurate. That's really, that's funny. Now that, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, also, people are starting to get a little bit sick of the sheltering in place, the stay-at-home orders. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. And there's a little bit of pushback. <laughs> Brits are pushing back a little bit. Uh, here's a uh, a guy on a on a motorbike. on a motorcycle. Yeah. What's this? And he's riding through versus a, field a cop here. on a bike. He's trying to trying to say, "Look, you're violating the lockdown." Listen to him. <laughs> he's trying to chase him down on a bicycle, and the motorbike guy is just mocking him mercilessly. <laughs> Swearing at him too. You can do it. You nearly got there. So the guy's alone on his bike in a giant field or park. What's he doing wrong? Right. Come on, lad. Come on. Come on. Only thing is, is if the park is closed, right? 
Is it? I, I don't know. I'm yeah, just whatever. guessing. Yeah, it could be. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, there you go. So, I'm telling you, man, people people aren't taking this. It's it's going to unravel. So, so, we can have this argument as to if we're ready to open our economies or not. Mm -hmm. People are just going to open their economies, period. The, the people are ready. Mm -hmm. uh, at least 15,000 cars and trucks are expected to descend today on Michigan State Capitol. 15,000 to protest what they're calling uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer's tyrannical new guidelines to slow the spread of the virus. The drive-by demonstration, in order to maintain social distancing, they're still doing that, aims to bring traffic to a gridlock in Lansing and uh, protest the, the stay-home, stay-safe executive <laughs> order by uh, Whitmer that mandated that uh, what businesses could... Uh, do things at home, what businesses had to close. Some wow. businesses could sell and uh, some couldn't. Ugh. Quarantine is when you restrict uh, movement of sick people. Tyranny is when you restrict the movement of healthy people, according mm. to Michonne Maddock, an organizer of the protest. I mean, that's a pretty good definition. I like that. Yeah. Every, every person has learned a harsh lesson about social distancing. We don't need a nanny state to tell people to be careful. Right. It's like uh, uh, Governor Nome said in South Dakota. Uh, there is personal responsibility. Let the people decide uh, what they're going to do with their own health and safety. Well, other people are involved, though. Other people are, are involved with their bad decisions. Okay, well, that's the case no matter what we're doing. And so if you're, if you're going to just uh, uh, try to prevent everything from happening to everybody, we're going to live in a very, very different society, even after this thing is over. Because they are taking advantage of this thing. Exactly. And they are usurping power that they've got no right to. Never let a crisis go to waste. If but you, they'll give it back. They're oh, not going to oh, yeah, keep yeah, it. Totally. totally. Good point, Jeffy, because they always do, right? They always, always do. Always. See... You want to know when things are back to normal in your town, just at rush hour, check the uh, traffic map, and when things start getting orange and then red, you'll know, oh, I guess everyone's going back to work now. Right now in Dallas-Fort Worth, everywhere is green, so I guess we're wow. not quite back not to it. Just, as soon as I-35 South, can I get an amen, turns uh, red again, we'll know things are back to normal around here. A a amen. <laughs> a amen. Uh, hallelujah. A amen. Man. What you said. Yeah. I-35 South, man. That is... Oof. I-35 E or I-35 I I W? I-35 W Thank South. Thank you. Okay. All right. I mean, Amen. we're going to go Amen. inside baseball. <laughs>Pat makes the Rough Greens commercial sound like a hostage situation. If you want to see your dog healthy and happy again, you'll do everything I tell you to do. <laughs> I mean, that's just reality. That's not a hostage situation. You know, <laughs> It's motivation to it's... buy that product. Kara <laughs> uh, 3022. So Ramadan begins next Thursday, April 23rd. And oh. I'm curious, will governors issue $500 tickets for any of the numerous prayer times or throw nails onto the mo mosque parking lots? Mm. Legitimate questions, I think. Wow. I think of that. If somebody were to throw nails into all the entranceways at a mosque like they did at the church 
over the weekend in, uh, was it Kentucky? I think it was the Kentucky Church yeah. or Michigan, one of the two. Uh, but that would have been a hate crime if it had happened at a mosque. That'd be a hate <laughs> crime, and they'd be hunting down the yeah. person responsible. Nobody cares uh, in the other situation. Uh, doing it at a church, amazing. Graphics, TWR tweets, okay, it's been a month now with hardly any toilet paper in local stores. Mm. This goes beyond hoarding. Now it's starting to smell like a conspiracy, among other things. <laughs> what is the deal with the toilet paper? Why did that happen? I don't know, but I think a lot of uh, brand loyalty is going to change after this. It's going to be whoever you end up finding uh, in the store on the shelves is going to be your brand of choice now. Whichever yeah. brand, that's, that's they were there when I needed them. <laughs> I don't care if it's single ply. I'm I'm Whoa. getting it. If I find Whoa. single ply toilet paper oh. on the store shelf, I'm snapping that up. We're not in caveman days. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we almost Stop are, actually, because I haven't, seriously, I haven't seen it in the store for, well, a month, easily a month or more. Hey, how desperate are you? You need me to bring uh, we're you not some? The, we're not as desperate as we will be in about another month, probably. We've probably had two or three months worth. Because, see, I know a guy. Okay, I got a guy. Oh, you do? This is a Jeffy story, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, he ordered toilet paper for his business. From, it's like some industrial strength toilet paper. It's apparently not comfortable at all. It's nasty. And uh, he's like, please, please, I, w- I want to give this away. Really? So if you're that desperate and you uh, want wow. sandpaper on your bum, I uh-huh, might be. Uh, I, I can hook you up. <laughs> all right. Now, I mean, I, if he's giving it away, we should take it because then we could sell it on the other side. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> well, when the authorities find out that we have it, though, they'll come and confiscate it. <laughs> And give it to whoever they want to. Like they did to that poor guy with the hand sanitizer. That's amazing. 17,000 containers of hand sanitizer they just took from him. They just confiscated it. Just took it. Yep. 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 And, you know, but if you do want to be neighborly, you know, and you do want to respect social distancing, maybe you employ a drone that could deliver toilet paper uh, to your neighbor the way it's happening in Florida right now. I mean, that's... uh, that, that's, ah. that's that's doing it right. You see, you got your neighbor over there is in desperate need across the pond, and uh, you don't want to, uh, to to get within six feet or two meters or whatever it is. And so uh, this guy uh, just flew some toilet paper over to his neighbor via drone, and look at that. How nice of that. Uh, what, what a... What a, what a kind neighbor. Now, isn't that what that we want? Is, is cool. I want that from Amazon. That's what I was going to say. That's what we've been waiting for from Amazon. That, that's cool. Wow. <laughs> All right. Can we talk about something other than COVID-19 and quarantines. I found this list uh, that I think is fun from uh, Lifestyle Magazine, the 30 richest rock stars of all time. Mm. Mm. Oh. oh. At number 30, I would have thought he was much higher up the uh, chart. Freddie Mercury from Queen at $60 million when he died. He was worth $60 million. Of course, that was what? He's been dead for... 30 years, I think. What did he yeah. die? 89 or so? 90, 91 okay, ish. So, so 60 million, you said? Yeah. What would that be in today's? That's what you're looking up. I, right? I'll get back to you. Yes, sir. All right. Mm-hmm. So at 30, uh, Freddie Mercury. At number 29, another surprise to me Kid Rock, $80 million. Hmm. I would never guess Kid Rock is one of the richest rock stars of all time. Uh, John Paul jo- Jones, the uh, Led Zeppelin bass guitarist, worth $80 million. Hmm. At number 27, Another one I'd never guess. Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam, worth $90 million. Wow. Uh, by the way, $60 million back when Freddie Mercury died. Uh, worth just about $120 million today. Wow. Double? Yeah, that's, wow. that's really something. Oof. In 30 years, 
Think of that. Uh, number 26, jailbird Phil Spector. Uh, jailbird murderer, by the way. Convicted murderer. <laughs> Killed uh, a- actress Lana Clarkson in 2008 or nine, somewhere in there. Uh, allegedly. Of course, he was convicted for it, so I guess oh, you can drop the allegedly. It's allegedly. <laughs> right. It's not allegedly ah, anymore. Yes. <laughs> uh, at number 25, Malcolm Young from ACDC. $100 million. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, also from Queen, John Deacon, the bass guitarist, $115 million. Uh, at number 23, Paul Stanley from Kiss, worth $150 million. Whew. It's interesting because you don't, you know, you don't see Kiss a lot. So you don't think about them being worth that kind of money now. But uh, the residuals and, and the album sales that just continue and never stop, that's that's pretty sweet business right there. Courtney Love is the 22nd richest rock star of all time. <laughs> well, gee, I wonder how she got there. I don't know that we consider her a rock star. <laughs> well, she's from the fabulous band Hole. Yeah, but she's probably <laughs> so... got the cash when Kurt Cobain <laughs> offed himself. That's possible. $150 million. $150 million. Uh, sh- sh- yes, uh, Kurt's things like the guitar and yeah. notes and all of that stuff are in her possession with Kurt's other stuff valued at a hundred. Yeah, so yes, that is in large part due to, due to Kurt Cobain. Makes sense. Uh, Lars Ulrich from Metallica, two hundred million dollar drummer. Wow. Now this stuns me. I, I number twenty, Sean Lennon. That's got to be all his dad's money, right? Sean Lennon. Gotta be. They describe Sean Lennon as a great musician, <laughs> actor, singer, and guitarist. Okay. I, I don't. Okay. <laughs> How many Sean Lennon concerts have you been to lately? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, look, we can make fun of him and laugh all we want, but boy, that's a sweet life right there to just yes, inherit all is. that money and do whatever you want to do. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, number 19 on the list at $220 million. Rod Stewart, $235 million. Eric Clapton. Only 17th on the list. I would, have cons- I would have thought he was higher. I mean, so many bands from Blind Faith, Cream, Yardbirds, uh, um, Derek and the Dominoes, his solo career. He's worth $250 million, Eric Clapton. And he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame three times to Foreigners Zero. <laughs> so let's not forget that either. That's got to hurt a little. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Uh, Phil Collins, mm. we're $255 million. In the 80s, Phil Collins was so obnoxious yeah. to me, I just what? I vomited every time I heard his what? name. Oh, it, oh, you didn't have to play his music. No, over that's true. and over. But and I listened to it over and, and over and over. over. And over. <laughs> Oof. Uh, bon Jovi, $275 million, mm. Checking in at number 15 on the list. Uh, Pink Floyd's Roger Waters, who's virtually a communist yeah. and a, a really yeah. uh, nasty Why is he on this guy. list? He hasn't given all his cash away? I guess not. What, no, he's total? still got $270 million of it. Well, he, yeah, let's get going. Happens. Isn't yeah. it? Isn't it funny how that happens? Yeah, sure is. At number 13 on the list, uh, formerly of the police, Sting. Mm. $300 million. Uh, number 12, Keith Richards, also $300 million of wealth. Adam Clayton from uh, U2. Yes, sir. Bass player. Yeah. $340 million. Uh-huh. 
The Edge. Also, <laughs> guitarist. $340 million from U2. <laughs> All right, Larry Mullen. Gene oh. Simmons <laughs> sneaks in at, at uh, number nine, $350 million. Ringo Starr, number eight, $350 million. Mick Jagger checks in at number seven, $360 million. Mm, not bad. For Mick. Not bad. That's, you know, you, you're not necessarily wondering where your next meal is coming from. He's not number one, though. No, Loser. he's not. And but but neither is he in one of those uh, food lines in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, can we? Uh, will you allow Jeffy and I to guess uh, number one when we get yes. up there? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. I will. Oh, I don't know. Uh, number six, Elton John, four hundred and fifty million. Jeez, yeah. four hundred and fifty million. Coldplay, the whole band, uh, four hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Wait, divided Coldplay, by four? Or that what? blows me away. I you know, that's, yeah, they just list Coldplay. That's weird. Yeah, why not just they say Chris you Martin. Too, you know? uh, yeah, I don't Is know. That, okay. That's a good question. <clears throat> uh, that's a good question. Uh, so I didn't know Coldplay was initially called Starfish and then Pectorals huh. before pectorals. becoming. They didn't go with Pectorals? No, they didn't. They decided <laughs> they landed on Coldplay. I was a huge fan of Starfish. <clears throat> oh, well, who wasn't? <laughs> you know, back in the day, man. Back yeah. in the day. I could not get enough of Starfish. <laughs> At $500 million, half a billion dollars, Bruce Springsteen is number four. Jeez, that hurts. Dude, <laughs> You're right, like, man. Doesn't it? You're so right. Doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Buffett, because of all the parrot head things, I mean... <clears throat> His concerts, he's like no. the Grateful Dead. People just go follow him all over the world no and kidding. go to all of his concerts yeah. for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't get that whole thing, but uh, a lot of people love him. $600 million worth Good at number him. three. So so I've, I've got a guess of the final three, but I don't want to ruin anything. All right, and number two, who do you think it is? Oh, I, I thought uh, we haven't done, we already did number, number three? Number three was Jimmy Buffett. Oh, shoot. Buffett, yeah. Well, I was thinking somewhere between Celine Dion, Bono, and Garth Brooks. Was going to be the top three. Uh, Bono is number two. Okay. Seven hundred yeah. million dollars. Wow. wow! I need to become friends with him. Seven hundred million. No wonder he loves Billy capitalism. Joel's, Billy Joel's not on that list. I was. I'm really surprised he's not in the yeah. top thirty. Yeah, that blows me away. Uh, because at number one, any guesses? Garth Who, Brooks. Garth Brooks. Yeah. Uh, Jeffy. Yeah, I I really I, I would guess some Dingleberry like Celine Dion or something's on the there. Con but these Elves. are rock stars. The Connells, number guys, one, richest band of all time. Yeah, no. You're missing the most obvious person in the world, Paul McCartney. Oh, uh, okay. Oh yeah, Paul I thought of him earlier. Yeah. McCartney, one point two yeah. billion dollars. Didn't he scribble some words down paper that Jeffy almost owned? Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. I was out, I was just out. Bit I this mean, you're right there. You had nine hundred and nine thousand. Is that well, what I had it was? Nine, I, I, yeah, 909 was my cutoff. Yeah, and it, and it, and, was what was. Yeah, the, the, the lyrics went for uh, 910,000. Uh, hey, Jude. Huh. So close. Uh, are those the lyrics with Hey, Jules? Do you know? Did you see? Oh, I don't know. Did you see the yeah. actual Because that's what it initially was. He was going to. Because it was for Jul- Julian Lennon. Right. And they called him Jules. And uh, they decided that that didn't sound very good in the context of the song. So they changed it to Jude. So it'd be interesting to know if it says Jules or Jude. Can it you see on that paper? Yeah, it says Jude. It's Jude? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Mm, too bad. So uh, those are false. Well, it's so a good thing you yeah. didn't win. I mean, then you would have been right? so angry. <laughs> you would have said, where's my receipt for this thing? Right? Garbage. Because that can't be the original. Huh. Right. Uh, all right. Let me take 60 seconds and tell you about a new sponsor uh, that I really love, Omega XL. 
Uh, we just had a great call with Dr. McQuillan about Omega XL. This stuff uh, is, they do it right. Omega XL works on the inflammation in your body. Uh, and inflammation is likely the root cause of back, neck, shoulder, leg pain. I've got this pain that has developed in my elbow over the last, I don't know, month or two. Uh-oh. And I knew it was from inflammation, and it goes all the way down, down my arm. <sighs> and so I started taking Omega XL about a week ago. Now, they said, give it two weeks before it really starts to kick in and, and you know starts working in your body. You right. build it up a little bit. Already, though, after one week, I'm starting to get relief oh, that's good. in that elbow joint. It's fantastic. So if you're suffering from some kind of inflammation achy, painful joints caused by arthritis or whatever, um, then you need to try Omega XL. Left untreated, inflammation can cause permanent damage, actually. Pain relievers and topical creams, they don't treat the problem. They just mask it. Omega XL goes right to the inflammation and calms it down. Um, It's backed by 30 years of research. It's a powerful natural supplement that reduces pain due to inflammation while promoting healthy joints and increased mobility. There's really nothing like it in the world. I I love this stuff. And when you take these, uh, they're little teeny tiny pills that are so easy to swallow, you probably wouldn't even need water. Uh, Really easy little gel caplets. And uh, so you take them. A couple of those uh, a day, and uh, you're going to see a world of difference. It's a special offer to get you started. Order now. Get your second bottle free. Visit OmegaXL.com slash pad. That's OmegaXL.com slash pad. that there are uh there's still 14 movie theaters open across the u.s oh a whole 14 oh yeah we still got plenty of entertainment going on <laughs> does the, does the, is the government aware i don't know but i'm going to tell them about it as soon as we're done with the show i'm calling the president to let his task force <laughs> know you. to clamp down on these people and maybe send a swat team in to get uh, these shut down i guarantee you they're not in kentucky <laughs> no they're not 14 theaters 13 of which are drive-in theaters. I'd like to know the one uh, movie theater that you go into that is still open. Jeffy? (laughs) One of those little downtown out-of-the-way joints, maybe? Plenty of my theaters over the years. There's been social social distancing in those theaters for years, man. (laughs) You stay on your side of the room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so so drive-ins. Drive-ins. Are, when was the last time you went to a drive-in? Man, it's been. Mm, there's a good one. And Jeffy, I think you're familiar with this. There's a, there's a Coyote. What is the place here? There's a there's couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's open here? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We saw, um, my family and I saw the Lego movie. Like the first one there. I don't know. Like At five, a drive-in. Five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. It's down, to, cool. it's down in Fort Worth. There's uh-huh. another one up north. But they're really huh. nice. I like them. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, I've, I haven't been to a drive-in since I was a teenager. Yeah, they're bringing them back. So that's been over 10 years. <clears throat> that's since a weird a... snow. You getting the COVID over there? You got since the sniffles? Was... Yeah, my, my, I might be developing it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
So. Well, it has been over 10 years. That's, yeah. That was a true statement. They weren't going, story. though. <laughs> I mean, they may be going to the drive-in theaters, but, it, like, you have one one theater that's actually open where we see movies. But is anyone actually going? I wouldn't. I'll tell you right now, I would not go to a, really? to a movie theater. No. Yeah, I wouldn't. Ah. Mm-mm. I don't care. Do you see the woman who has been in her house and has gone nowhere for three weeks and just got COVID-19? Whoa! I saw that. Yeah. You know how she got it? Oh, no. She had food delivered to her house and went out and touched the bag it was delivered in. Oh, no. And bang! (laughs) She's got it. That is crazy. By the way, I I, I hate to pull back the other direction here, but I just remembered something I heard this morning driving in. Cinemark, 17,500 layoffs. Oh, no. $42 million dividend suspension. $20 $20 million tax refund. I don't know. So they're oh, trying desperately no. to uh, stay afloat. And that's a big theater company, especially around oh, yeah. here in Dallas. It's one of the biggest in the country. Yeah, yeah. With so, AMC, it's probably, it's for sure top three. Yeah, they're selling $250 million in debt securities. They're trying oh, to stay solvent right now. Man. And, you know, you think about, like, this company, uh, what they're going through. And we talked about how uh, the, the food lines... Mm-hmm. And it's it's no nobody in that line. It's not their fault, but it just shows you how we went from the greatest economy ever to bread lines literally overnight. It just shows the margin is so thin. We don't have anything saved, right? Whether as individuals or as a company. But boy, that That's lady right. uh, getting um, getting getting the COVID nineteen. How pissed would you be? By, I've by been following the rules all this time uh, for yeah. what? And I got it anyway. Oh man, it's nuts. That is bad. Uh, she said she goes out to the mail every day and get, picks up her mail, but she wears gloves. But the one time that somebody brought food no. to her, she forgot to wear the gloves, and she got COVID-19 from the delivery. See? That's, uh, That's my luck. I mean, what are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? That's bad. Uh, 888-900-3393. Somebody was saying, though, I, I'm looking for, oh, here it is right here. Uh, the unemployment surge will be temporary, according to Moody's. Okay. So, you know, this is a little silver lining. Obviously, we've had a staggering spike in layoffs, and we just talked about uh, Cinemark maybe furloughing 17,500 people. But um, this effect should be short-lived, according to the ratings agency Moody's. Unlike in previous recessions, where the impact on the labor market took some time to materialize, Workers are the first to get hit this time around, but with the layoffs expected to be temporary, jobs will return mm-hmm. as soon as the countrywide sheltering in place ends. All right. Let's hope, right? I like the sound of that. And so you would have people like uh, like our leaders, like maybe, I'm just throwing out a name here, Nancy Pelosi would probably be eager for us to get back going, get rocking, get the economy going back, fired up again, right? Nancy well, Pelosi? Well, either that or she could be warning that uh, Trump should not be restarting the economy. Uh-huh. Of course, they don't want that. Nope. They love what's nope. happened here. Especially in an election year, they don't want any time nope. to, to rebound before November. The longer this goes, the happier they are. And she's saying stuff like, oh, nope, we, uh, we're we not even going to have the House in session this month. Ugh, okay. Well, that's good. Thank you for <laughs> that's that. That's actually a good yeah, thing. Good. Why don't you take the rest of the year off, Nance? <laughs> that would be really great, actually. Yeah. Uh, she's drafting right now, though. A fourth coronavirus relief package. Oh, that's good because we're already <laughs> pushing $4 trillion in debt this year without uh, 
without that package, which could be how much more? I think they said 500 billion more coming. You know what the biggest debt uh, year has been up leading up until now? You know what the largest deficit like, we had? Like, per, like ratio? 18. Yeah, like a like running a year. It was 18. Thank you, uh, Jeff. Yeah, was it 18? I, I, I didn't mean to break it so easy. I'm sorry. <laughs> was it in World War II or something? Or? Uh, no, it's been fairly recent. Uh, we were $1.4 trillion in debt. For the year, <laughs> we're already four trillion in debt for the year. Yeah, during the Great Recession when so we were doing all the bailouts and stuff, one point four trillion. Yep, and now we're four. I mean, they're so close. Those numbers. About the numbers, stop it. I know you worry. I get a kick out of these people who say, "How are you going to pay for it?" <laughs> and I always tell them, I always say, "You just do. You just do." What do you mean? How are you going to pay for it? <laughs> Don't bother with your trifles like that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, like whatever. <laughs> right, exactly. See what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Have you guys heard the weird uh, myth in the black community that people are saying uh, is so dangerous? And this is one of the reasons why apparently in the black community they're getting they're getting sick at a much faster pace than other uh, races. It's apparently because there's been a rumor going around that uh, blacks are immune to COVID-19. But they can't get it. I have not heard that. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot said that officials are trying to combat this myth in the African-American community that blacks are immune to coronavirus because it's contributing to racial death disparities. Lightfoot made the comments uh, with Rachel Maddow She said that blacks are suffering alarmingly high rates of death from coronavirus and attributed that to underlying health disparities and also the myth of immunity. Wow. We know that, for example, the rate of diabetes, heart disease, upper respiratory illnesses, all of those things are exponentially, or is it exponentially? Increasing exponentially. Right, it is. It's exponential, (laughs) according to uh, Mm -hmm. the Democrat nominee. Oh, did you hear? Barack Obama... Went out on a limb and endorsed that guy, Joe Biden. I did hear that. I was so shocked. That I couldn't even stand. Shocking, I couldn't right? even stand up. That was so shocking. <laughs> Especially since Joe practically begged him not to. Right. You know? No respect. Like, no, 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 Barack. I don't want your endorsement. I'm going to give it to you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. He did. And he did, the he bastard. Did. <laughs> couldn't be stopped. That's how much he loves Joe. He just could not be stopped. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for joining us, Jeffy. Enjoy, love to. Enjoy your uh, your quarantine, and we'll Thank talk you. to you on Friday. How many squares we got on Pat Gray Bingo, by the way, Rob? Seven. 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 Seven.